0: Today's show is being brought to you by contributors at Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash the education game to support the show. And thanks. Hello gamers. This is Matt Barnes. And on this episode, we're going to be having a question and answer period with a parent about their child's education. Now this story may not perfectly apply to you, what you're going through and kind of your situation, but what you're going to learn, you're going to learn lessons and principles that will help you learn how to become your child's head coach. We're going to help you learn how to build confident, curious learners. So if that's what you're interested in, then sit back, buckle up, and let's get to our questions and answers. I'm Matt Barnes, and this is the Education Game Podcast. Okay, so um, we had a chance to, Scott and I had a chance to do a little bit of research on your situation uh, and the question you put in the chat conversation. Uh, First off, where are you calling from? I know you're looking at possible relocation all over the country. So where are you right now?
1: Nowhere near any of those places, unfortunately. Uh, We're in Davis, California. It's sort of between the Bay Area and Tahoe. Um,
0: So let me just read what you wrote to us. And then I'd like to ask you to add mm -hmm. anything more to it. We've got some questions for you, too. um, And then we'll kind of get into a conversation. So uh, you're saying you're trying to relocate from California for your daughter to be able to participate in either a self-directed learning center. You listed North star Princeton learning cooperative, one stone, and uh, your daughter's in seventh grade. Um, So uh, you think that she's going to benefit from a more flexible alternative learning model, but within a community of support. Um, uh, She's got some, she's two E. So, you know, excels in 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 some areas and has some deficits in others correct that's kind of how you describe that right
1: it's it's a little bit of an unusual not the classic presentation of 2e so usually with 2e it's sort of it's gifted and then possibly some type of learning disability or high functioning autism something along those lines um hers is more around something approaching neurodivergences in terms of the way that she processes external uh External input, basically, it it is um it, it it's the processing that's more difficult for her to kind of understand how the world around her is uh, yeah. how to interpret it. Um, but it's not a specific learning disability. Yeah. Um, so we're working with the Summit Center, which is in the Bay Area. They specialize in two E, what they call multi E kids, because mm-hmm. I also have a sixteen year old who's in the same, she's in the same boat. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, it's one of those things that you you wouldn't know it when you meet her. You wouldn't know the profoundly gifted part. She's a Davidson Young Scholar, and you wouldn't know the 2E part. Um, uh, apparently, you know, what we're learning is that it, particularly with girls, uh, they're really, really good at masking until hmm. they hit around adolescence, and then things really start to manifest. Interesting. Um, and so because just sort of societally, uh, girls learn – I, I don't know how they just sort of learn what they think is supposed to be appropriate and mm-hmm. do that. And it mm-hmm. becomes more and more difficult as they approach adolescence. And so I guess it's not uncommon for it to manifest around this time.
0: Yeah. Got it. Okay. And then just to finish off here. So you're currently in a hybrid program of independent study mm-hmm. within a public school. I'm going to ask some questions about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, and you think it worked okay through sixth grade but as it's becoming more restrictive in junior high, you're looking for uh, other, um, uh, other opportunities, right? Right. Okay. The only
1: thing I would add um, beyond kind of the 2E explanation is, you know, if there were something where we currently are in Davis that met those criteria of alternative learning model um, with a physical community um that is uh you know secular uh and um you know really about kind of a progressive model of education then we would stay so it's not like we're looking to move because that would be complicated but my investigation so far um has found that the sort of self-directed units out here uh at least where we are and actually through most of california were primarily set up um, uh, for more religious reasons. Yeah. Um, and whereas the ones in New England and sort of Mid Atlantic are a little bit more along the lines of just self directed ge- education for whatever the student right. needs
0: because it's yeah. better.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> we so not necessarily looking to move, but uh, considering it based on these issues.
0: Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you answered some of the questions. You mentioned the secular search. Um, a little bit of of uh, why you're you're looking at leaving because you haven't found what you're hoping for in the community you are in. Um, and the models of, of those that you've done your homework on and research, those are the ones that call out to you as as uh, ideal opportunities. Got it. Okay, can you tell me a little bit more about her current educational structure because i'm I was a little foggy on hybrid in a public school, self-directed, help me understand that.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit of an unusual model, but Davis um, has some kind of quirky things about it. And one of them is in the public school district. Uh, This program has been around probably for about 25 years, actually. And it is just called the Davis School for Independent Study. It is part of the school district, but the parents or the, the family is primarily responsible for the education but you meet with a teacher there's a physical space downtown right at the school district office. It's got its own library. You meet with a teacher once a week um, to do activities with that person and kind of check in. Um, They have mixed age workshops. They have field trips, um, science fair talent show, you know, events. And so it's kind of this hybrid model of you can do the academics that you want to do and how you want to do them. As long as you're, if your students meeting standards K through six, you know, it's like free reign. You can do whatever you want. You can use school district stuff. You can combine it with other things. You can solely do other things. Um, and so, if the if the feel of the group is right for your kid, which can come and go, you know, it's not always the same group of people. Then it's it's pretty good K through six. Interesting. But be- because it's the school district, you hit uh, middle school, which is seventh. You know, junior high is seventh grade for us here. And, um, you know, suddenly the transcript is involved and the boxes are involved of what you have okay. to hit and when you have to hit it. Um, she, so she has no problems in terms of doing those classes. It's just that, um, you know, like I, I think I said in the comments, she's just questioning why yeah. and what sense does it make. And, um, you know, I could, because they've, they've known me for a long time, I did this with my 16-year-old. They know mm. that I will make it work. They know I'll do what I say I do. I've done a lot for the community and we had a pandemic. And so I could kind of shove this through for seventh grade Yeah, and right. they just have bigger fish to fry than me right now. Right. And right. they know that I'll just kind of get it done and I'm kind of going in under the radar and nobody cares. So I can make that work for this year. And right. then after that, it's going to get tough. Um, so well, so that's, that's a pretty,
0: how, yeah. I mean, that's actually pretty um, progressive school district that allows that type of flexibility Mm -hmm. uh, and doesn't seem to penalize you, but I can understand as they get closer to high school, the, the screws start to get turned on. uh, Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, if you're K to six and your child is not meeting standards, then they're, they're more rigid about it. But if you're, if your kid isn't having trouble, you know, passing the state testing and do it, then they don't care. Yeah. Got it.
0: Okay. It's all about Um, the test, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Scott, you know, I realized that we didn't introduce ourselves, but I don't know if you did any research on who we are.
1: Yeah. Yes, I. I, um, I'm on the Expanse newsletter, even though Uh, uh, my daughter's about to age out of that. So, but I've been in touch with Michael Strong several times, and so I'm on his newsletter. So uh that's where i saw you guys and then went to your website and yeah, yeah. so i have a okay. general idea of what you do and who you are got
0: it so dr scott i think you've got a couple questions for her correct yeah i, I would be
2: uh interested in starting uh hearing from you what your daughter's uh interests are so yeah. if i would ask her uh what are your interests what are your passions what drives you um how, how would she answer that?
1: Yeah, so it's a little bit complicated because, um, you know, due to all of this kind of existential questioning and, um, uh, you know, trying to understand the relevance and, you know, more difficulty uh, interacting with people, and some of that is due to her age in the 2E, and some of that is due to the fact that here in California, it's been uh, you know i mean everywhere but for a long time in california it's been really online with everybody she knows primarily you know so th- there's that too but it, this was coming anyway and i think just kind of accelerated by the pandemic so right now it's a little bit like you'll hear well nothing you know uh, everything nothing means anything but if she's to, um when i see her When she's choosing her time and when she suddenly gets excited about something and comments on something and brings it to me, it is typically around um, one of the classes we formed for her uh, this year is a general technology class and it has um, coding and digital design and things along those lines because we had been doing an in-person, I don't know if you know about like a makers program, she was actually going to a program. Okay, so she was doing one of those in Sacramento that I brought her and a friend to everything shut down with the pandemic and the guy went to online personalized sessions, which in some ways has been fabulous for her because they just work together twice a week for an hour and a half on, you know, they kind of switch between more of like the coding artificial intelligence aspect and then the digital design. And she, she'll just pick that stuff up during the week on her own. And yeah. I, I count it as a class, you know, cause she's doing it, but she sure. just does it. Um, and uh and, and those are the things she shows me and talks about. And um, you know, with the coding, it's not like I'm going to sit down and now learn, you know, Python. She's done those kinds of camps and workshops. With this guy, it's like, let's make a chat bot. And in order to do that, you've got to learn how to do these things, which has been really nice. But she did have some of the fundamentals just from going to some of these other camps and workshops previously. Um, So that's one thing. The other is uh, she's a very strong and avid uh, dancer. She's in a um, dance company and takes classes throughout the week it's all online right now and she's dancing on my husband's chair roller mat because we have no wooden floors and it's been like that since march and it is a it's a rough go but under normal circumstances uh, you know that's been highly enjoyable for her and she choreographs on her own that's something else she'll go choose to do on her own is go and choreograph um you know with the with, this year i, I am uh, you know with courses, I am a little bit restricted by, again, the seventh grade transcript. So we're doing some traditional courses, but I have flexibility in how we do them. So we found this year that um, with everything in history, um, you know, the basics of the history for her are kind of, eh, but every single day it's, you know, we're reading about the 1700s and we may as well be reading about today, sadly. And so we have intense civics, current events discussions, which I don't think she'd come out and say, I love current event, but we talk about them actively yeah. by her choice. So that's another area that, you know, she'll do, um, you know, by her own volition. Um, so, you know, and she, she can do math well. we're working through algebra, but it's not her favorite thing to sit down and do it. Um, and. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think that, that, you know, that, those are the primary things.
2: Yeah, so I heard uh, technology, dance, and civics. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a Renaissance girl.
0: No kidding. (laughs) No kidding.
2: So how much time uh, does she spend on those uh, passions? A day?
1: Yeah, the technology is, you know, officially she has 90 minutes twice a week in an online class with this guy. Great young twenty-year-old enthusiastic guy who can do all the stuff that I have no knowledge of, um, and then I don't even know because it's almost—I I mean, every day she sits down and creates something that she shows me. I mean, rarely a day goes by so a, a bunch of other time that's not yeah. you know part of a class dance. Um, you know, five days a week for at least an hour and fifteen minutes, and on the weekend she often choreographs on her own. Um, so a bunch of time, and the civics is. I mean, we talk every day about politics and what's happening, and um, I I don't even try to stymie my outrage anymore, so we're, we get actively engaged in uh, discussions, yeah, so it, it's a bunch of time, yeah.
2: So if, if she was able to develop her own plan around those three passions, um, do you think Uh, with all three of those, uh, the time that she would want to spend would be more uh, if some of her other responsibilities uh, went away temporarily?
1: Um, It depends on the want part. She's, you know, so she's very conscientious that that I can see her, you know, if she started doing that, she would worry, you know, well, I'm not writing enough. I'm not learning enough math I'm so you know and and in terms of larger projects you know she she has these sort of um moments of uh you know I don't I haven't really found my thing and I should be working on something bigger and I don't really have interests and I'll be like she's so many interests you know in my mind like it just just seems like there are all these things (laughs) but it feels like there's something missing that she hasn't found and I've told her you know you're 12 and (laughs) you know just things will come and give it time um, so yeah yeah um so you know it feels confusing to her so I don't know if I have a solid answer for you on that
2: yeah so oftentimes uh learners uh uh, exhibit uh stress around what you just described Mm -hmm. and I would describe it as um performance interest Versus compliance interest. So what I mean by that is. I'm I'm thinking if you'd call that question and say, would you like to spend more time in these three areas? Mm -hmm. The answer might be yes, but. that, That would probably be the answer. Yes. But I'm worried that if I spend too much time over here, some of these areas that I'm not really passionate about, but for whatever reason, primarily compliance reasons um, I'm going to get dinged if I don't take, take care of that. Right. Which is totally, um, totally reasonable.
0: And if I could jump in for just a second, um, I want to understand how you might view what scott just described so if um if if scott was talking to you directly and just we were just kind of kicking ideas around and he said well what would you think if she laid down all the things that she says she should do Mm -hmm. and picked up and really went hard in the areas that she really loves how would you how would you react to that
1: yeah um and I uh, just to back up one step first on that. I was thinking more about. Um, so I think she would she would actually want to try to find maybe something else or something some way to do something a little bit different with them. I'm not Why? convinced that she would say because I feel like she she feels like she has a lot of time on those. Um, and so it, it's like this feeling that she wants something else. And so then your question about my response to that. Um, you know this is why i'm looking for some of these other areas of self-directed education or one stone or something like that so that she can um you know work with as she gets older work with somebody other than me, you know a mentor in concert with me but have her primary mentor be somebody else who can help her kind of craft that um uh, my husband is um you know he's he's extremely busy he's kind of he's goes down to Stanford right now dealing with the pandemic and he's uh uh really consumed by that obviously but um so in general kind of ends up letting us do what we think we should do but it's it's a tough road for him um mm. he uh is the youngest of six kids by a lot and grew up with parents who were born in 1920 and they are all like you know very regimented like like right. all with to Stanford <laughs> And they all went through like it's really hard for him to process and there's like some level of getting it, but it's coming back to it over and over again. And so um, there's, you know, definitely concern on that end about, well, what about the math sequence and, you know, what about uh, preparing for the SATs and what, you know, so there's and, you know, it's like any relationship, you got to balance everybody's needs and such. Yeah. So, um, it, it's a complicated answer. Yeah,
0: sure. It, it honestly, it always is. I mean, there's yeah. always this kind of, um, variation within the household around that. But again, given that you, one of the languages, part of the language that we talk about is who is the head coach? Who's the person that's actually kind of running the show around the education? That's clearly you. Uh, but if you had con concerns about what Scott just described, um, then that would be, uh, that would be a, probably an, uh, a deal breaker or something that wouldn't make a lot of sense. So, um, I've got other questions. I don't know if we need to go there, but Scott, why don't you keep going? Cause I think you've probably got a path where you're, you're kind of walking down here, right?
2: Yeah. So, um, well, let me say this, uh, uh neither Matt nor I, uh, want to negotiate away standards. Um, we believe in standards. We believe in math standards. We believe in language arts standards. Um, what we, I think, what both of us question, is how time is spent over the long term to reach those standards. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that might make that that might be what your husband gets nervous around. Uh, because a uh, time is prescribed uh, primarily by school districts or state boards of education, how learning is going to happen. And the questions I'm asking you, learning's going to happen, but it's gonna, it's going to learn it's going to happen around your daughter's intentions. Versus a school district's intention. Mm-hmm. So like, let's be clear. Um, you know, if she starts building her day around her interests. And by the way, I want to get to that, that question. So what else would you like to work on, right? In, in just a minute. But like what I would encourage you to do, uh, wherever you go, um is you and her, and you as the head coach, her as the primary learner, uh, need to own you know what Matt and I call the learning plan. And the way to start that learning plan, and this is very different than traditional school space, is to start building that learning plan by the answer, that you just gave me around her three passions. Now, let's talk about the question that you posed. I think there might be another interest, possibly. That's an awesome question. I wouldn't ask it every day, but that's an awesome question for an adult learning leader, such as yourself, to ask a young learner, you know. Are, okay, so you're, you're you're into technology. You're into dance. Uh, we, we're talking about fit, civics. Is is there anything else that's that's kind of on your mind that you want to explore? Yeah. Because the answer to that will give you the fourth sort of pillar of the learning plan.
1: Yeah, I um, guess I feel like she. Um, we may be approaching uh the end of my ability to facilitate that. Oh, like, okay I, I think that's why I, there are two reasons why I want a physical community. One of them is just because I know there are lots of online ways to do this, Sora and you know others that exist. Um but uh, she needs um you know physical community around her of other students doing the same thing. Um but also because I want one of these places where there's a a mentor who can start taking that role um yeah. i just we've been doing that for a long time she knows those questions from me and um and understands them she's not like uh irritated by them it's just i think i think she needs a new a new voice you know not to completely replace mine but to to kind of be the director of that for a while sure and so i that's why well, she's I, 12 right Yeah, Yeah. Uh, going on. She's about to be 13 next month. So we're we're approaching, you know, um, you know, I can get through this year for seventh grade and kind of finish that out. But I'm really trying to think for the next five years. And so, you know, I was trying to find um, I, I, you know, we've worked, as I mentioned, with the Summit Center. I've talked with educational consultants here. But I'm, you know, I'm looking for somebody who knows of places like One Stone and these self-directed places to say, I need to know whether it's worth it to really investigate these places thoroughly and consider this seriously. And so I was I'm trying to find out if you guys are those people. Like do you know these places well enough or places like them to help advise on whether we should really be going down this path.
0: Well, and you know we have a network of folks who we talked to in fact that's what we did. We just sent out a you know, a call to question, uh, around the, the schools you mentioned, I can give you the feedback right now. Um, I still, though, I still would love to understand more about what you're after because you mentioned the disruption of that sort of move that that's fairly substantial. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, we haven't really talked about the 16 year old. Um, uh, and I don't know, again, I'm sure there's some plan there that, uh, that you're thinking about, uh, would you imagine the 16 year old enrolling in this new school as well?
1: It's possible. She, she has some, uh, really uh, chronic health issues. And so Ah. it's in addition to two, e, we've got that on top of it. So, um, yeah, a whole, like a whole different story that, yeah, but it's possible. It's possible. Well, well,
0: let me give you the feedback that we've got Mm -hmm. and then, and then we can kind of, you, we can talk through that, um, we can continue, you know, Scott and I, we have a bias towards um, helping the child learn how to own their own learning.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Cause once that happens uh, your job actually gets a heck of a lot easier. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and 12, 13, you know, I've seen kids do it earlier. Uh, but uh, that's really where we're going. And that's some of what Scott's really tra- talking about this idea of what is she interested in? Cause once she finds that spark that she's like in, um, you might be able to step away entirely and she's off to the races. So, uh, but let me give you the feedback we heard about, uh, about the three uh, institutions you described. So mm-hmm. the feedback overwhelming was one star is the way to go. So mm-hmm. some of the feedback was that the social fabric is super strong. The program is, there, is, is one
1: stone or North star
0: one stone. Thank you, was, man. One, one stone. One, okay. Yeah. Did I say North star?
1: Uh you said one you said star. One star so what I did. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Mashing it all up. It could huh? be either one.
0: Yeah. Sorry. One stone. One stone. You didn't yeah. know that they had merged? <laughs> that's right. It's a hostile takeover. Yeah. God. So, um, yeah, so all about kind of constant thinking, evolving, uh, you know, the language of living in beta, always never never staying still on 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 one kind of approach. Um the feedback I got was those who are in this space would move there for that school, mm-hmm. right? Um, in fact, one of the people we spoke to, they have visited there twice. They took a group of teenagers there, uh, Love the staff, mindset, everything. I mean, so um, very, very positive. Uh, I also heard back around North Star, uh, and it kind of depends on the child. So have you heard of Sudbury by any chance?
1: Yes, that's a little not quite in our wheelhouse yeah right
0: so this is a Sudbury for teens and it's Mm -hmm. a bit you know the term used was shaggy (laughs) so Mm. um not um enough accountability in Mm. uh in the opinion of a couple of folks and um but again right for some not right for others um it's worth exploring and then hadn't heard anyone who's known of the Princeton learning co-op yet. So um, can't really give much feedback on that. But I mean, I think one of the questions that maybe Scott you're going to go to at some point is, you know, the things that she has interest in, like, to me, that would be the number one question that I would want to understand. Like what, what will happen in this school given that these are the things that my daughter has expressed interest in. I want to know, understand how you're going to feed that. That would be a question that I would put forward.
1: Yeah. I think Um, she, she also doesn't, um, you know, on the one hand she kind of says, I feel like I should, but on the other hand, Uh, you know, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to narrow down yet either. Mm -hmm. Like I'd like her to just be able to explore things and have somebody to talk to about it. Even if she hasn't said, no, I really want to do these two things, you know,
0: that makes sense. And, and maybe an example might help because every parent struggles with these same dynamics. And so let me give you some of the things that I've struggled with and some of the things I've talked to other parents about. So the first is, when you describe again general technology um dance choreography and civics um i see some mashups potentially there um and 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 some ex, uh, expansion of some of these interests uh that then start to teach other things right so one of the obvious ones always is around um you know entrepreneurship is this something that she could she could actually think about a business or or a, a a you know a market niche in the general tech space that she wants to start exploring uh or or interning or you know shadowing things like that around uh advanced manufacturing is a whole in fact i had a post on linkedin i don't know if you're on linkedin or not but um whole conversation about advanced manufacturing and how um it's high tech but it's also manufacturing and it's it's not the manufacturing that you that you and I remember uh, the dirty, dangerous kind of space. It's, you know, it's a very different environment now. So that's another place where just an expansion of uh, of the general technology might lead her into some places where she's going to be learning about a, a lot of other things. Um, and then the civics, of course, you know, in this moment, I mean, I mean, there's, it's so rich, <laughs> so rich for looking for parallels in history uh, for reading uh deeply around some of the um, um, again if she has interest in this, but reading deeply around some of the policies that are that were put in place and that are probably going to be unwound, the implications the short term long term the policy dynamics et cetera now that 's the first part um, The second part is something that I uh, talk about in terms of um, of mission. are there things in her? That uh, or problems in the world that she gets animated about. It sounds like some of the civic stuff, right? Um, are there other problems in the world that you think that she, um, well, gets animated about or could get animated about?
1: Yes. So part of this two E mindset with her and with many kids like this is it very quickly. Uh, they they take it on in a really heavy and deep and existential way, and it becomes uh, overwhelming.
0: Yeah, I get. So you.
1: it becomes one of those things of I can't possibly solve this horror. So uh, what am I supposed to do? So it's one of the kind of you know not that that's um, distinct just to this population, but it comes early and it comes hard with these mm-hmm, kids. Mm-hmm. So it's a it, it's a lot of guidance in that area of where you can have some control and what do you do about the parts where you don't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, well, um, yeah.
0: last, last point on this and Scott yeah. jump in, um, you know, if there are places where she has passion or um, problems in the world that she has curiosity um, there's an incredibly fun learning journey that she could go on, again, recognizing that she might get overwhelmed, but contacting people who are in this space and just doing a series of interviews to understand. My, my daughter's doing that right now. Uh, and she's um, She just turned 15 um, around homelessness. And so she's speaking to uh, folks who run homelessness centers, a gentleman who we know who is uh, the founder of Healthcare for the Homeless. She's interviewing them with uh, over over linkedin to understand i'm sorry over zoom to understand what they do what might she do if she was or what might they recommend she she do to to help um she made uh masks for uh, cuz she loves to sew as well so she's mashing up some of that there there are some places there that might start to materialize um and you know uh and again, of course a, a solid school like uh, like one stone will likely do exactly as I'm describing. Um, but I, I'm just, we want to offer that as some other ideas that, uh, that, that may not require that type of a, of a move, but again, that's your, you're the head coach. So you decide what works. Yeah. Um, a Um, yeah, it, it sounds it, like, it sounds like you're moving to Boise. It's,
1: <laughs> well, it's also, it's not, uh, you know, actually I talked to the Aiden Colson there maybe just yesterday or the day before. And, um, uh you know there's a quite an extensive application and interview process so it's not a given either it's a you know they interview over 100 people every year and it's a pretty small class so it wouldn't be a given even if we we chose it um uh yeah and the we you know I'm, i'm very used to kind of helping put together projects and and areas of interest and things like that um so it's you know it's more a matter of having that community around her yes. to do it, yeah,
0: and that's huge, right? That's, that's fair, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm surprised, given the school structure, sorry scott, uh, that that there is not more opportunity for community to be built. In this, um, in their, in her current model, but that's that's neither here nor there. All right.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just a, it's more the the academic part of it really takes over. So there isn't as much time for the self directed part.
0: Uh, I see. Yeah. I see. No balance. I got it. Okay. Yeah. So so that's
2: that's uh, that's kind of my point, point. Uh, and that is so the reason why I asked you about the interests. Um, the, those those three answers. Uh, And I think living in beta, that whole project is built around beginning with with that, uh, those three, right? And then filling in the rest of the time with, you know, the way that you've referred to it as as academic pursuits. Um, In traditional school, you know, your daughter is going to, probably is not going to have enough time. To pursue those three passions, because uh, those peripheral academic subjects, um, in in sort of our plan, or living in Beta's plan, or One Stone's plan, they don't really become the most important important piece to the to the to the work, right? So. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, it's, it's all about how you're going to use the time and traditional space will load up time with academic pursuits, whereby dance usually, if there's 45 minutes, you know, you're, you're lucky if you're in person. Um, and so all of a sudden, uh, a learner looks at what they are passionate about and they don't have any time to work on that because they're working on uh, academic uh, topics that, again, it's not its not a matter like we're, we're not going to work on those. We're just not going to work on them with as, as much time assigned to it, at, at least at this point with this 12-year-old, because she's got other passions that she wants to explore. Does that make sense?
0: Yep. Okay, so how do we... So we've given you a little feedback on uh, the schools you asked about. Um, we've kicked around some ideas around, um, um, you know, interest-based learning. Uh, we've, I think we've disclosed our, our bias towards that style. And we've given you some examples on... Maybe how some of this could be mashed up or exp- expanded to um, to continue her uh, learning outside of those three areas that we described. Um, I'll I'll add one other piece to this, and you may know this book already, but it's called. Um, this is re- It's a little dated, but it's called uh, High School Without. I'm sorry, College Without High School. Have you heard of that? Yeah, book?
1: is that the Blake Bowles or Cal yes. Newport or? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a little dated, and it's not exactly what we're describing but it sounds like you're you're very sophisticated in this space so normally we're we're trying to find out where people are but it sounds like you're at the you know you know that one percent in terms of awareness um how else can we help you and well one was this helpful two what else would you what other questions do you have because we could probably keep you on the phone all night that's probably yeah
1: right um, well i mean my my primary goal you know i you've already um satisfied, which is you know, just finding out if you um, you know, given your background, if you had knowledge of these types of centers and schools around the country. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, if there's any other way uh that I'm missing um in how to do this, um, which would be having that self-directed ability while having a physical community. Um yeah. so that, you know, and and if I'm not missing something where we are um, you know, is it worth making one of these types of moves? Are there other things I should be considering? Not, not for you to answer today, but to, you know, if, if, uh, you know, we were to establish some kind of relationship, those would be the types of things I would be looking for. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So, I mean, I have other thoughts around this and just want to keep an eye on time, but, yeah. um, you know, ha- have you explored, you know, you can, you can buy it or you could build it. Or, or frankly, or you could just tolerate wherever you are. Have yeah. you explored building it and not building a school, but it's a micro school, essentially? Right. Um, are, are there other parents who might have a similar perspective as you that um, maybe even have some overlap in interests with your daughter that you're connected to or she's connected to?
1: Any yeah. Buddies? I I thought about it. I think there are a couple of things. One is because of the work that my husband and I are doing, I don't think I have the bandwidth. Got it. Um and the other is that um I I do think it's time for her to like I don't want to be the lead on the school that she's in.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh and then the the, the last point is what would it look like um to begin empowering her to lead that. Right? For her to actually begin the the process of learning how to build it herself right so there's another element of it Mm -hmm. which again it's going to require transition and yes you know the head coach would be on point for some period of time until that transition takes hold and so um just want to continue to throw out options i you know one of the things that we normally run into not necessarily with you but normally is that parents get locked into one or two options Mm-hmm. And um, and and kind of miss that the, there are these other ones that are out there that might actually work better or might be um, uh, a better fit for the child. Um, and of course, the question we always usually end with is, kind of, you know, where's your daughter in this? Like, is she is she uh, wanting more? Is she asking for something different? Um, that's that's another part of what we would argue is a really critical process of making sure that we're, we're sharing or moving the locus of control from the head coach to the, to the child over a period of time. It's very intentionally done. Um, And so, I don't know, I'll maybe leave that last question for you to stew on. Yeah. Um, So.
2: Yeah, because Uh, the, the ultimate outcome is we want the young learner to own their learning.
1: Yeah, no. This is driven Uh, by her her asking for change for sure, but she doesn't know what that change looks like, or no, nor how extensive it could potentially be. Yeah, Yeah,
2: and to to Matt and and me, it 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 all starts with a learning plan. Yeah. So it's it sounds like you've got really strong starts. You've got really strong seeds to that learning plan with this technology interest, the the dance interest, and the civics interest. Uh, I would start building the learning plan around those three uh, no matter where, you know, where you end up uh, in yeah. terms of the the sort of the social setting. Agreed.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the setting. That's the catch for us. That's yeah. where, yeah. Yeah. Sure.
0: yeah okay. And that's, that's the hardest. Um, there's not enough kids that are doing a new thing like this uh, to create the, the, you know, the, the gravity. To, to find your 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 tribe in yeah. every community. so yeah. um, hmm. okay well so you know you and you were kind enough to ask about like a relationship I, I'm not sure what that would look like. I'm not sure frankly if what we would offer you is um, is what you need mm-hmm. uh, but we'd be happy to talk further about it. Um, you know like I said, most of what we do is aimed at a population, that hasn't done the homework as you have done and so and and frankly uh oftentimes aren't able to pay so if there are i mean if, if you feel you know moved to help us then there's some ways that we can do that in terms of patreon and some like support of some of our work but um but happy to have further conversations why don't you stew on this conversation okay. today if you think that there's other things and other ways that we can help you happy to talk talk about it um and uh and not one to turn down offers of help but yeah. we also are mostly are are really interested in making sure that a parent and child are well served so um if it's not a fit then then it's not a fit so uh, I'll Have you seen have
2: you seen our materials on uh, the the website?
1: Yes, I yeah, the I've been report, to the website. The
2: game plan. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So it, it it's it sounds like your end is more um if we're if and when we're at the point of finding the setting that it's more um, helping with the learning plan from there, kind of establishing, kind of the the mentor advisorship.
2: Yeah, but I, I mean, if if you go to Boise or or uh, uh, one star or North Star, see Matt's got me actually doing it now with the merge. Uh, they're going to have people there that Mm -hmm. are going to be able to do what Matt and I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, What Matt and I specialize in is if uh, you would have come on this call and say, listen, uh, I want to uh, uh, make my uh, daughter into a self-directed lifelong learner. Uh, I want to own the plan initially, Mm -hmm. and I want to hand that plan over to her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt and I are are the guys to help you with that
1: yeah uh, so if, if you we go to
2: yeah if you go to any, any of the other they're, they're going to have matt and scott's all over the place to help yeah. you
1: right yeah. so it's kind of like if we found a way to stay here and some kind of setting here that worked for her or somewhere exactly. Where, yeah okay. exactly yeah. 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 yeah okay all right well you certainly appreciate the call thank you so much Yeah.
0: absolutely It's our pleasure. And um, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm loving how intentional you are. I get encouraged when I talk to parents like you, because you are doing everything you can to do right by your daughters. And so I just want to encourage you, commend you. Thank you. We need more moms and dads who are stepping into a thoughtful approach to, to learning rather than just accepting what a school offers uh, so, th- again, thank you for that. Um, well, thank you to you guys
1: for working on it.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you're out
1: there uh, doing it with everybody.
0: You know how to get a hold of us. Um, nice. Feel free to reach out if, if there's anything we can do and, and happy to talk further if you'd like.
1: Thank you very much. Appreciate All right. it. All right. Take, Take care. Take care. Right.
0: bye Good luck. Okay, gamers, I hope you took away some lessons, lessons that are going to help you play that head coach role a little bit better. So this call today was an example of a conversation that we have every week, really every day. So if you have questions or ideas that you want to run past me or Dr. Scott, I ask you to go to our website, theeducationgame.com backslash contact, and schedule a conversation with us. Be happy to talk through this with you, whatever your question might be. We are here to put you back in charge of your child's education and to help you develop a learning plan that works for your child. So thanks for listening to the Education Game Podcast, and we will see you here next time.